Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing with our examination of what Jesus had to say about the kingdom of heaven, and particularly how he taught about the kingdom of heaven through parables. We've been looking at parables. And in Matthew 25, he's given us a couple, and he's given us some uh, parable-like <coughs> examples, for lack of a better term. So let me just remind you real quick, the beginning of this chapter, he uh, gave the parable of the ten virgins. Remember, the kingdom of heaven is comparable to ten virgins. And then he said, uh, that it is just like, and he means the kingdom of heaven, a man about to go into a journey that called his own slaves and entrusted them with possessions. Remember the five talents, the two talents, and the one talent. And so Jesus is talking to them about all this to show them some truths. The primary among them is to be ready because you don't know the time when the Son of Man is going to return. That goes back to the question they had asked originally. We saw in the previous episode, beginning with verse 31, that Jesus starts giving more detail about this, because he said, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory. So again, that points back to the question at the beginning of chapter uh, 24. So let me start here at verse 31 again, and we'll press on. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. So remember what the scene is here. Jesus is telling them a historical thing that will occur. This isn't a, a proverbial type of thing. This isn't a parable type of thing. He says, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory, he's talking about something that is yet to come from their time frame. It's yet to come from our time frame when we live right now. The Son of Man is going to come. He's going to come in glory. He's going to come with all of his angels. He's going to sit on his glorious throne. There's a lot that will happen before that occurs. <laughs> okay, Scripture shows us all that. And he says, all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another. So he's going to gather all the nations, and then he's going to separate the nations. And as we saw, uh, said in the previous episode, how's he going to separate them? Is he going to do it by uh, nationalities? Is he going to do it by this or that? No, no. He gives us the separation here. There's going to be two groups. There's going to be one that the shepherd, that he calls sheep, and then one he calls goats. Now, this he's using as a picture, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. So the Son of Man is going to divide the nations into the sheep and the goats. Now, let me deal with something that people always ask about this. Because they sit there and say, okay, the Son of Man is coming in glory. He's going to gather all the nations together. Then he's going to separate them. And they ask this question, when will this occur? Okay, when will this occur? And I think the scripture is uh, uh, pretty clear about it, though you have to search it out. You have to seek it out. And you're not going to find it in <coughs> one verse. You're going to find it in the totality of scripture when you look at the chronology and the flow of all the end time kind of things. You receive hints right here, and there's hints that we need to take you know, in consideration. You need to pay attention to it. Sometimes it's really obvious and we miss it. For instance, 
when will all the nations be gathered together before him? Well, verse 31 tells us, when the Son of Man comes in his glory. Okay, it's when the Son of Man comes in his glory. Okay, well, but exactly when is that? Because when you start reading the Scripture, and there are literally hundreds of Scripture. I've got a chart on the wall right here beside me that I don't even know how many hundreds of Scripture it's got on it, uh, showing the timeline of the various things that the Lord has revealed to us about these last days, about this time that we're reading about right here. <clears throat> it's amazing, okay? He gives us tremendous detail. And so when we talk about the coming of the Lord, more often than not, most of us are talking about the time when the church will be snatched away, the rapture. Okay, But really, the second coming, the proper term is parousia, which means presence, the, the coming of the Lord. And there's a lot of things that will happen. We get hints right here. The Son of Man is going to come in His glory. So we know that the nations will be gathered after He comes. And, and we also know this, that He will be sitting on His glorious throne. And there's a lot that occurs while he's coming, and there's a lot that occurs before he sits on his glorious throne. So those are just things just to pay attention to, just to observe, just to look at. And then we see that all the nations will be gathered before him. That actually gives you a bit of a hint about some things, because there's still going to be nations that will be gathered before him. And nations refers to the groups of people that are not the church and not the Jews, not Israel. Anybody else, that's the nations. And then he says he's going to separate them one from the other. So I'll tell you when I think this occurs. I think this occurs uh, 75 days after the 70th week of Daniel. <laughs> okay? Or it could be within the last 45 days of that time period. Here's what I mean by that. In Daniel chapter 9, uh, we see, or Daniel prayed, remember? Daniel prays, and then the Lord sends a, a messenger to him that gives him insight to the balance of history. In four verses, in four verses, he describes to him what's going to happen in all the balance of history. It's amazing. <clears throat> and we see there that there's going to be this one seven-year period that is left. Now, immediately when I say that, people often go, oh, that's the great tribulation, that's the great tribulation. No. No, no, no. It's the 70th week of Daniel. A week is a seven-year period. So uh, there's one seven-year period that is left to be fulfilled that hasn't been fulfilled yet. It's one seven-year period. The Great Tribulation occurs within that seven-year period, but the Great Tribulation is not that seven-year period. And boy, that's a major distinction that you must get your mind grabbed around, okay? But then Daniel also tells us over in chapter 12 in the 11th and 12th verse of that chapter uh, that there's going to be people who are going to be really blessed. Uh, he uses numbers. He says, how blessed are those that make the 1290 days and how really, really blessed are those that make the 1335th day? What is that all about? Well, without getting in detail, we've covered this in previous episodes, by the way, but uh, the last half of that seven year period is three and a half years, 42 months. Times, times, half time, 1,260 days going by the Hebrew year, okay? 1,260 days. At the end of that seven-year period is when salvation comes to Israel and the mystery of God is complete. There's then going to be 30 days of the wrath of God. The wrath of God's going to be poured out. That's the bowls for 30 days. That's the 1,290. But then there's going to be a 45-day period after that when the Lord literally restores and literally restores his kingdom. And I think we get a little hint about that in this passage right here when we get down to it in a few verses, okay? 
that there's going to be a 45-day time of restoration. Well, restoration to what point? At the end of that 45 days is when the thousand-year reign of the Lord begins and is initiated. That's when he starts ruling and reigning. Because when you see what happens with the bowls, I mean, the, the Lord brings forth major judgment of things. And so he comes back in those first 30 days, and uh, some people say with those bows that he's actually reclaiming uh, his uh, what is his. And then in the last 45 days that he is restoring the kingdom. And it's at the end of that last 45-day period, or it could happen within the 45-day period. We're not exactly sure, but probably the end of it, that we have this encounter right here. We have this encounter where the Lord is sitting on his glorious throne. You notice that he's not <coughs> in battle anymore. He's not going forth here and there all over the earth like you see him do it. This isn't the great white throne judgment. Sometimes people say, oh, well, this is the great white throne judgment. Oh, no, no. The great white throne judgment is called the great white throne judgment. You'll see it in another place. No, he's gathering the nations here together for a particular purpose. Now, one last thing. These are the nations that have made it all the way through the 70th week of Daniel and the bowls, and the wrath of God. There will be Gentiles, that's who these nations are, Gentiles, who will make it all the way through that. They will survive it. That's who these are. Okay, with that in mind, we'll press on next time to see what happens with these sheep and these goats, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.